You know those characters that just suck to lose to? Well, we talk about nine of them on today's episode. Plus, why I think Lucia is secretly a top 10 character in Street Fighter V, all on this week's episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. I am John Catalyst Green. With me as always is John Velociraptor Guerrero. Hey, um, I'm I'm feeling good, but I am I have to apologize to everyone. I have tried vehemently. I played a lot of extra matches, made my fiance a little bit perturbed, not spending enough time with her. Um, but I was trying to get some rage quits for this week because we kicked off our segment last week, uh, Bitch Ass Rage Quitters of the Week. And there was a lot of positive responses to it, as I thought that there might be, because I think it strikes a chord that runs through all of us. But you know, I, maybe I fixed the problem, is what yeah, happened, because no you, one yeah. rage quit. There were moments, <laughs> um, even this morning, I was trying to do the last ditch like hour of, of, of playing to try to get someone to do it. Uh, also, you know, for the grind. And there, was, there were situations where I stunned, and uh, it was going to be the end. Either the super animation had to play out, or it was just the combo I was doing. And I got to admit, more of me wanted for people to rage quit than than wanted to get the LP, you know? <laughs> but no one could, no one did. So uh, a lot of righteous um, uh, play with a lot of integrity. So, so that's, I guess, I guess that's good. Uh, but I will say that I had a good ass match against a Rashid player of all possible characters. Uh, I might put that up in the background while we talk today. Um, I won't say who won, but we had a, an awesome back and forth that was very patient, very neutral based, and I was uh, I, I'm I'm proud to show that kind of play, win or lose. So uh, Clint Barton, I I see you, sir, and I respect you even as a Rashid player. So that's what my uh, my adventures in Street Fighter have sort of been like over the week. How about you? No, they were pretty darn good. Um, I unfortunately did not have as much time as I wanted to play, but I, I ran across a master rank Laura player. Uh, she's an artist and stuff in the FGC, and um, she uses uh, V-Skill 2, which is very uncommon with Laura, and she had a really thoughtful and interesting uh, playstyle. Unfortunately, our match got interrupted by kids uh, on my end, and so I had to, like, yeah, you know, casual matches, so, like, I, I don't take those nearly as seriously uh, just because it's, like, I, I usually have kids going in the background and other stuff, and it's, you know, what do you do? But uh, so I had to bomb out on her, like, mid-match, but, like, I, I pinged her afterwards and said, hey, that, that was a really inventive Laura uh, that I don't often see. Let me pull up her name here, actually, now that I'm saying this so I can shout her out uh, properly. Maybe um, we should show the match footage. Well, maybe we could do that, but you're going to see me uh, like halfway through, like just bomb out. So, Did you rage uh, quit? No, 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 no. Just like I, I just go AFK and stuff like that and let someone kill me. But uh, her uh, her name is Meow, uh, Meow West. Uh, catastrophe but with a meow on the front so there we go that, that's what I've it is played, but yeah i'll I've try to get her up on the footage meowstrophy so, yeah, yeah yeah whatever i i, I wasn't i wasn't prepared cool. for this john I, I prepared for other stuff i can't I you're can't right talk about i could never stuff. ask you to be improvisational <laughs> on a, something like a, a, a podcast that we record on a weekly right. basis sure sorry to ask too right. much of you boss all right well, well well so so john i, I want to get into this strategy footsies thoughtful play throw all that crap out the window because I've picked the nine scummiest characters in Street Fighter V. Oh, so you oh boy. could do all that stuff. You could do thoughtful play. You could, but but why would you, right? I, I played this game a lot since 2016. And, and these are the characters that I see come up to this very day and, and, and you know, they pop up and ranked and I, I let out this sigh. Because I know it's going to be an experience and probably not a good one. 
So and they're not be... necessarily good characters, right? I mean, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's some of the characters who made this list aren't even that great in terms of how powerful they are, right? Tier wise and stuff. But damn, are they scummy? Because because they're gonna do some random crap in the middle of the match, and it's just gonna mentally destroy you and how foolish it was, regardless if it worked or not. It, it doesn't even need to work, and you're just kind of like, Ugh. like it just you get that feeling. So so anyway, it it, it it's if you can't tell with this list so far, like because I'm going into it kind of seriously. I also do this with quite a bit of humor in mind. Uh, so sit back and have some fun and recount this with me because um, it, it's gonna be. It's going to be a fun ride, I hope, but also like, you know, one of catharsis, right? It's I good think to you need to lean into it. I think you need yeah, to like everybody yeah. that plays any of these characters sucks. <laughs> Not <laughs> well, only do they play too. scummy characters, they have scummy character themselves. We're leaning into this all the way. I'm kidding. But am I? Yes. <laughs> so it's starting at number nine. We Wait, have Nicole Alex. going to be on this list, by the way. Yeah, that's a good oh. one. That's a good one to start with. <laughs> Look, I know Alex sucks. You know Alex sucks. But that doesn't mean he isn't a total bastard to deal with when he gets a few hits on you. His Lariat is plus 33 on hit or block. It travels half screen. And if Alex is anywhere near you, it's going to crush counter you. Unless it misses for some random reason that no one, not even Capcom, can explain. Yeah, that happens. Because if you play Alex, like you just, it's like, oh, this is going to crush counter hit. I'm going to win. And it just randomly whiffs because he's Alex. Anyway, that only adds to Alex's scumminess because when he should beat you, he loses inexplicably, which means he's even scummy to Alex Baines. That's how come he's on this list. He's scummy to the people you're playing against and he's scummy to you. And then you couple that with one of the most random V-triggers in the entire game, ridiculous damage, and attacks that seemingly damage Alex sometimes when he does them. Like he just, you know, he hits you with a crouching medium punch and all of a sudden you see his health go down. You're not sure why, but that's pretty much how he's designed. So... Yeah, I, I think he's a really solid entry here on our list. Um, you, you kind of feel bathed in scum when you lose to this guy because it's Alex. It should be a free win. It should be. But this jerk lulls you into a, a false sense of security. And, and, and then he does one of his two good moves, like his EX stomps, and, and, and he, he kills you with it. And so when you lose to Alex, you not only lost your points, but you lost whatever is left of your pride. John, how does Alex make you feel? I wrote an article, and I think it was in season one. So you got to zip back to season one and all the truths that were true then that aren't necessarily now. You know, eight frames and V-triggers and, the, you know, crush counters did not scale. V-trigger activations did not scale. So that was the scenario we were playing in. And Alex, people knew from day one that he wasn't all that great. And, I, and again, he, he never was. But I wrote an article about his V-trigger, V-trigger one, which there was only one at the time. Um, being uh, still something that made the game not fun to play. So not only was the character poorly designed in his ability, but then the one thing that he was exceptionally good at, it still sucked to lose to it. So you're you're leaving players walking away from this match on both sides of the fence. You don't want it on either side of the fence, but on both sides of the fence, potentially feeling um, like that sense of injustice, that sense of like, ah, th th that was not fun. Like what I wanted and the kind of interactions that I wanted to have that would decide a winner, that kind of stuff did not happen on that screen just now. It was just a bunch of frustrating things that it, it felt like it was guessed or unearned or goofy or disparate proportionate the risk and reward was off all that kind of stuff um and and so yeah it's it, i i 100 agree with you and i know 
um, with that article, I just got almost nothing but hate. Even from friends that know me personally, it sent me like PMs or like, dude, you can't talk, you can't say that. I hear what you're saying, but you can't say that about Alex because he's such a bad character. And it's like, well, there are details. You got to look at it with some nuance. And yeah, he's not a great character. And I could say it a million times, doesn't matter, saying that anything is still wrong with him uh, or that something needs to be tweaked or, or changed um, or that he's got something that's too powerful. And that's not even the right way of putting it, um, is still a no no. But yeah, I hundred percent agree with you, and and he's a he's a great one to kick the list off with because you know I, I see Alex, and and it's not as bad as it used to be because the game has evolved, but he still can be a uh, can still be a jerk. Mm. You know all that all that that heat towards Alex. It makes me wonder why we have him only at number nine. Oh yeah, that's right, because we have these other characters on the list like Balrog at number eight. And, and all right, everyone, I challenge you to play the Balrog drinking game. Every time he does an unsafe overhead from a very clearly unsafe range, just because, take a sip. Every time he does a rush punch that's blocked, and then he follows it up with another rush punch right after, just because, take a sip. And the final rule here, if someone manages to jump at Balrog and the Rog player still has time to mash out seven button inputs, but still can get his anti-air in there because it's, it goes at the speed of light, take a sip. Three rules to this drinking game, and by the time one match is over, you're going to be flipping plastered. Because this is how Balrog plays. This is what he does. This guy is scummy as hell. Pick him up. Laugh at people doing foolish stuff like playing footsies or trying to zone. Just blow through their defenses and laugh at them for even remotely attempting to, to go through your rapidly flailing arms. That is what Balrog does. This is how he plays. And again, just kind of overhead again and again. And again, because why not? By It'll the time you're done your with the yeah. match, you'll both be at the same <laughs> IQ as Balrog players. Got him. We, 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 you and I have a personal pet peeve of Balrog. One, this guy knocks me out of every tournament. Uh, Pujera, who who went pretty well in, uh, uh, what is it, Topanga, he knocked me out of Capcom Cup with Balrog. Like, this is like... Every tournament I'm in, I, I think every tournament in Street Fighter V, I have somehow lost to a Balrog player and got knocked out by them. And it's just, it, and it, it's like, look, I get it. Some players are skilled with this guy, but it's like two. There's only two people that are skilled with him. Is <laughs> Brian F one of them? Uh, maybe. I, I nah, don't know. Like, how much is not. he drinking? I hate that guy. What? That guy's a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> how much is he drinking every time he does this stuff? That 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 ups my respect factor for you as a Balrog player if you actually manage to play this drinking game. But, but John... <sighs> All right, let's let's talk about yeah. Balrog with. Uh... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he is the kind of character that uh, well, okay, so like a rush punch, a horizontal fast move like that that can be spaced safely is a very alluring thing, and we see it with anyone that has that kind of a thing, right? Birdie's tackle, Urian's tackle, Bison scissors, Cammy's spiral arrow, things that aren't even safe necessarily. They're really tempting, um, and and so it makes sense, and he he's character is like his personality even is to be like bullheaded and just get in there and do it and don't think a lot about it just slam and punch and as hard as you can uh, so well for one it does kind of lean like it, it jives with the character's personality i will say that um and yes you you can absolutely play balrog with tact and it's a very scary thing but you go online and you see that tendency of people to just toss out rush punches and such. And um, especially at earlier levels, it's very frustrating. With where the game's at now, I actually sort of welcome it. I, I do enjoy playing against Balrogs much more than I used to, especially Season 2. That was its own thing. 
Um, but but trying to space uh, where if they're doing it enough, you can you can whiff punish rush bunches, and you know the kind of ranges they want to do it from. You wiggle there. Um, that can be kind of fun to do. All that said, I know what you're saying, and I and I know that just that like I'm gonna lower my shoulders and come hell or high water, we're doing this thing that I want to do. Hopefully it works out, and when it does, ugh, it, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. That paired with the horrors and the nightmares of Balrog's V trigger in season two was it was one of the main things that turned us on to the idea of robbery V triggers in the first place. Ugh, I, sh I shudder, but um. He also had tap that was ridiculous at the time, uh, but no, I, I hear you there. Uh, he's not my my worst, but he's a hard matchup usually for for a lot of the characters that I've played, and um, and I hear you. Yeah. All right. So moving on here, we've got number seven. That's Blanca, and I okay. Mm -hmm. I know that Blanca's not that great of a character. But damn, do people play him with some crazy stuff in mind. And, and this is what he's designed to be. So I, I can't hate him too much. I know he's supposed to be a, a crazy character. But the main idea with Blanca is, is to sit back and do attacks your opponent likely has never seen before. Because almost no one plays this guy. So that's likely 60% of the attacks that you can do with him. But Every if they patch they to... put in some new move that no one's <laughs> <Yeah>. seen. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, again, look, you can lab Blanca. But why would you? Because you almost never play him. It's like you play a Blanca like one out of 476 matches, pretty much. And, and, and so, like, I mean, you can laugh for it, but it's like, well, you know, this guy's probably, like, going to stop playing this character after a little bit of time, or I'm never going to see them again. So it's, like, usually not worth it. But just if you do happen to know how to play against Blanca, and you actually, you know, beat up his moves and stuff like that, make sure you select V-Trigger 2. And then just do stuff because Blanca can juggle you up to about 17 times with V-Trigger 2 uh, if you just get tagged by a single hit. And then the match is pretty much over at that point. Uh, and, and then there you go. So, John, like, I know that you and I play against, like, a decent amount of Blancas. Not a lot, you know, but probably more so than most other people. Like, like how do you feel about the, this character's cleanliness, we'll just say, uh, versus his scumminess? Like, like, what do you think? He's definitely dirty, uh, and like you said, the character's kind of at this point, I don't know if he was, when he was conceptualized, if he was planned to be this way, but the relationship that the community has had with him, um, especially through Street Fighter 4 and online play when that was what it was that time, um, but even back in the alpha days, I remember you talking about like his, his watermelon moves and things like that, that were kind of just, they seemed to be meant to troll the players yes. that were playing. Mm -hmm. um, so actually, in a sense, it, the fact that he's not number one on this list seems kind of like a failure uh to a degree but yeah a lot of his stuff is is unsafe sort of like just kind of go for it hope for the for the best with um you know his neutral play is a lot of it is like is he gonna slide is he gonna do a hop forward is he gonna do his command grab um, and all these things can be countered relatively easily but you toss them all together and they're this weird juggling match and, and it can be hard to deal with especially if they have some tact and then they go crazy and then they come back to tact and that's a very frustrating back and forth that's that can be very effective and yeah his v trigger too they've done a pretty good job of balancing in my opinion like how good the character is outside of v trigger to make this v trigger um it, it's scary but it's mm -hmm. it's kind of balanced with how good blanca is otherwise it's like he needs it and it's not it's not winning him matches. He's got a, it. It's definitely gives him an advantage, and it's hard to to deal with. You really have to lab this thing, and even then, it's like there are certain situations where you're just kind of guessing which side it's going to be, and that's the advantage of having a V trigger. And when he's as balanced as he is outside of that, it's it's digestible. But yeah, he's a character made to make people feel frustrated, at least to a certain degree. Uh, he should definitely be on the scummy list. Yeah, I had to put him up there. So at number six, of course, we have. Cammy. 
And it's hard to say new stuff about Cammy that we haven't already said until you watch a few matches, then it's not that hard at all. Because this is possibly the easiest character in the entire game to play. And if you're not familiar with their setups, just watch a CPT stream, any of them, because you're probably going to see like half the matches are people using Cammy, even after her nerfs. Um, Capcom gets to a time where it's like, you know, they're like, hey, let's look at like how how to nerf Cammy properly and do this. And they're like, oh, wait a second, let, let, let's hit Jury instead. So she's remained ridiculous for years and she still is. And we, in the most recent tournament, we we had two Cammies in the CPT top eight. This is after her nerfs and still there. This character is just freaking scum. We've said so much about cammy i'm going to end it there because i mean we're we're just going to talk about her so much capcom is going to nerf jury even further we don't yeah. want that to happen so <laughs> there it is cammy's number six she's and she's still probably the best character in the game pound for pound with what she can do because she can play solid and then she can not play solid and both approaches are very fruitful very often so i hear you all right number five we've got rashid and, you know, I know you talked about him earlier, but, you know, when this guy comes up, you know you're in for a ride. And I mean the same kind of ride you've been in since 2017 when Rashid got good and everyone copied every single top player tactic that you could find on the internet. And they've been using those for the last four years. No, oh, but now Are with you... more V-Skill 2 shenanigans. Yeah, I mean, they can use that too. Now, they don't have to use that, but it is an option. It is an option to diversify your portfolio a little bit of, of Rashid, right? So Rashid might be negative too. Maybe. But it doesn't really matter because you play Rashid. You could respect the fact that you're at a disadvantage, but it's probably not in your best interest to do that. You you pretty much just kind of want to ignore the frame data when you play Rashid um, and just kind of say, like, what do I feel like doing right now? What do what, the game like the mechanics of the game don't really matter. They don't really apply to me. I just kind of want to do whatever I, I can do. Do I feel like pressing uh, down forward fierce or am I feeling saucy and go for an eagle spike? You know yes. what? EX eagle spike. Here we go. Yep. yep. And, and one of the other things that you want to do, like a lot of Rashid players, you know, if you're starting the character for the first time, like you, you just actually want to sit back and throw his tornado fireball over and over again because Capcom decided that this should beat half of the cast members pretty much for free. So like if you're playing someone like Alex or whatever, you really can't do much against that except for take a hard read while Rashid is pretty much like safe and just kind of toss it at you. Some characters can get around it, but well, half the cast can't. So, but if you're able to navigate that minefield, just swing away with Rashid's normals. And, and whatever mm -hmm. you do, don't let the opponent get you in a spot where you don't have the advantage on screen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What kind because of spot you have is the that? Advantage, you, you have the advantage everywhere on screen. Yeah, there, there's no spot where you don't. This guy's a jerk. So <laughs> His normals are... I don't see as many Rashids as I did in the past, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I think he's been nerfed where he's not obviously the best character, and he can be a top 10, sure, and that's fine. I'm, I'm not overly ticked off with with Rashid or anything like that and uh, maybe I haven't played the right ones yet but he does even even at the limited capacity that I've experienced him in more modern times his normals are just so good and then like we've said like you know different parts of the of the you know iron sharpens iron different abilities are going to sharpen other parts of your gameplay and he can edit he's got so much uh he, maneuverability Right, he can zip around, and he's like almost a Marvel character in certain regards. Um, his his angles coming off of the wall are still goofy, although that's been nerfed, and thank you for that. Um, and, and like, but all of the kind of gimmicky shenanigans that he can resort to, they can be beaten. But when they work, still, 
uh, that still feels really frustrating. Now, again, similar to Blanca, he feels like a decent place. He's like, I, I see him as a top character, fair enough. Um, but he's got a lot of shenanigans and a lot of like, I'm just going to throw this at you. His V-Trigger one, like, I'm just going to put this tornado on screen and everything kind of stops and, and I just get some some shots at you most of the time and you're just going to have to hold it. Uh, things like that, it, it, and if you lose to it, it can feel like, man, that just that just sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a pretty good way of describing Rashid is uh, not in terms of his power level, but it just sucks. It's like, yeah, I, I and, and, just go in and hit that fierce. fierce yeah, I mean, all right. But, but anyway, another character who sucks here, even higher on the list is at number four, we have Kin. And look, this guy's face is atrocious. And it makes sense that he plays how he does with a face like that. You wouldn't expect anyone, anything else from like a Kin player, right? And this actually goes all the way back to the Street Fighter 2 days. It, where where Ken basically played the same way, and that's with sewer water coursing through his veins. The goal, as far as I can tell, with all Ken players, is not so much to win, but more to confuse and mentally break their opponents with their approaches to the match. So the Ken special, one of the best things that you could do with this character is pick V-Trigger 1, and then the moment that you get it, go ahead and just kind of take a couple steps back and do his heavy kick Tatsu on repeat until something happens. Note that I did not say something good happens, I just said something happens. So if it hits, great. You know, but if they block it in negative two and you're at a disadvantage, you might want to just go ahead and let an EXDP rip right then and there. Uh, you have no clue if it is going to work. But more importantly, it'll show your opponent you're crazy. And and they assume that, you know, like basically Ken is going to be exactly as crazy as they expect him to. And that just keeps him off guard. And that is kind of your whole goal as Ken. It's not really to win because Ken doesn't win a lot, but it is to basically just kind of like mentally constantly guard break the other player. And, um, and yeah, so. And the, I always forget these, but the dungeons and dragons, um, good, evil, chaotic order. Lawful, Ken, yeah. Lawful. Sorry. Uh, Ken and is, is in there too, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's three, right? So Ken would be uh, if if this is one chaotic neutral. Is that a thing? I I mean, in in, in maybe his personality, but like if you're talking about gameplay, he's chaotic evil. He he's, he's no. Terrible. Well, okay. So here's my <laughs> argument because uh, Ken players, like you said, it's not that they win all the time, and it's not that right. this character is all that great. But the character can go into a lot of 50-50s that end really massively in one direction or the other. And you can play that way and you can, to an extent, force your opponents to play that way. Now, the better that the opponent is at shutting that down, um, the less you're going to see that. And then, of course, Ken's are going to fall off a little bit as, as you go higher up. Um, he's, he's a better character now. And I see a lot of V-Trigger 2 stuff where it's, it's used to, um, to deal with fireballs in the neutral and such. And that's pretty cool. You can combo after it effectively. Uh, but this character has for a long time been, I'm going to do something into an unsafe run in your face and see if you're ready for it. Take advantage of those eight frames back in the day, uh, online lag and things like that. Uh, and, and he's had a reputation even before this. When you think of a wake up DP, you think of the Ken flow chart. Uh, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> and I don't, I don't hate Ken. Um, I don't hate him either, but he's scum. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so and he, scummy. <laughs> uh, nowadays too, it, it, it's still there a little bit, but nowadays too, it's, it's much better. Uh, the game is better overall, 
but yeah, it, it's still a thing to it to an extent, and you can still see players trying to use these tactics. Especially, I remember um, leveling up through when I got my PC account and playing through the lower ranks again. Uh, ran into a lot of Kens, but the the DPS were almost so predictable, or it's just that you can just block once they have super, once they have DP, and and they'll eventually come out and they'll hang themselves in a very obvious way. Um, but if you're playing and and things aren't playing out that way, like you're trying to play the game and maybe you're at a lower level where you're still trying to make some connections meet in real time while you're playing and you have someone that's just putting these like not advantageous but like chaotic situations for both of you on repeat and you're trying to learn and, and, and be you know a little more precise and focused, it can be a hell of a time. I love that you brought that up there. Like it's only a lower rank kin thing. I've played some super diamond and other kin players who do these exact tactics. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm shocked that you have this many points. Uh, you know, th their, their level like is uh, like 175 because they play the game so much and they, they've kind of been stuck in that rut. But uh, <laughs> the it, it's not tatsus. a the heavy it's neutral tatsus. <laughs> it's not a path to success, but it is a path to chaos. And speaking of chaos, at number three, We've got Rainbow freaking Mika. Mm. Now, people might be shocked to see Mika so high up on this list, but I'd also say that you'd be shocked to see how often high-rank Rainbow Mika players are literally holding forward on the joystick throughout the entire match. Um, did you stop Mika? That's nice, because here comes 70 other attacks mix up and other things that she's just going to pretty much randomly throw out there. And you can make a case that this is the scummiest character in the entire game, and you might be right. Uh, just to make you feel extra bad, whenever Mika catches you with a command grab, it does about 3,000 damage. So you think you might survive until you realize that you're playing against this ridiculous character who throws rhyme and reason out the damn window. And and, and just to top it off, because I'm, I'm pretty sure this is a thing, I'm pretty sure you can't actually select Mika on the character select screen unless you're playing on a dial-up modem then you're actually allowed to, to pick her. And that's, so not, it's like, that's, that's called a drop kick enhancer. <laughs> and there it is mika number three so yeah dude with the the way she can she's she doesn't have great neutral she's got great damage output but it's a big it's a long road for her but she tries to traverse that road with very dishonest tactics right so it's like i'm gonna do the drop kick if you can hit me out of it then i'm gonna just start doing the drop kick from slightly different ranges and with slightly different charge times and the one time that i get that crush counter here we go uh, you know, her V trigger is, is kind of crazy and she's not a great character, especially not now with uh, V shift in, in play and such, but you're right. A lot of the tactics that she uses that splash to cut her jumps short. And if you whiff a DP, how does that feel? It's like, well, it was kind of a 50, 50 and a forward jump. That's goofy. It doesn't work enough for her to, to be a good character. And I think that's the way it should be. Um, but, <laughs> and a lot of us have some PTSD from, uh, from earlier seasons of Armika. So I totally hear where you're coming from, and uh, and I agree. Yeah. All right. At number two, John Urian. Yep. You ever hear people just sit back and do random stuff that doesn't make a lot of sense, but has a funny way of working out in their favor? Of course you have, because I've described seventy percent of the Urian players that you faced online, and Capcom keeps nerfing this guy, and I, I believe he's been nerfed about thirty six times so far, and yet you still see people using him all the time online and just doing random stuff to pick up wins dashes, fireballs, knees, shoulder tackles. Be prepared for all of that at any given time because that's what's going to happen when you see Urian pop up. 
you know, I, I wouldn't mind Yurian's random if it had some more drawbacks, but it's almost like Capcom wants you to use your head as an attack, irregardless of the damage that would actually do to you if you really did that. <laughs> oh, wait. That's one of Yurian's main attacks. Because of course it is. It, they put it right in the game. They're like, hit your head against the opponent as hard as humanly possible. Because that's a sign of what Yurian players basically do. Like the mental composure and other stuff they have. Hit your head as hard as possible, then play this character. So don't use your own head. Use his. Do random stuff. It's fine. It'll work out often enough. You're playing Yurian. It's cool. He's got a lot of uh, foundational good stuff been regulated but it's still enough to get Tokido to jump ship from someone like Akuma and play Samirian so I think that speaks for itself yep all right number one M. Bison mm. first off this jerk just grins at you the entire match and I swear I faced more scummy Bison players than any other character in all of Street Fighter 5 and I should know I used to mean this guy, and I was a freaking scumbag. He's a recovering so. bison player. <laughs> EX Stomp is one of the easiest and most demoralizing moves in the entire game because bison has about 50 different options he can do from it. It's not just an EX Stomp. It's like Capcom's like, well, let's give him 50 branching moves that go out there and they all counter and do great stuff just at the kind of the touch of the button. You don't even really have to react. He can just kind of like pick an option and it probably will work out in your favor. Oh, you know why that move is so good? Uh, it, well, it's good for obvious reasons to begin with, but then it gets better because it's so telegraphed and it's often done just from the neutral or just from situations where the opponent can see it fully and has three hours to think as bison flies at them and they're like oh well i mean in most situations where i see this telegraphed i can do whatever i want position myself uh do the anti-air do whatever the counter to your move is and and then you go oh no it's not going to work because this is ex stomp and it's, it's it's a god move and then every so often you go no it's just it's too obvious the bait is too clearly there i know it's not worked before but this time it's going to work and you go for the anti-air or whatever and you end up getting crush counted for your troubles and uh and then you know five times later you do it again but it's just so obvious and yet still so good that it, it lulls you into a sense of like i can beat this i can i can do it this time and it's like no you can't and you learn that lesson every so often oh you, you learn it because it gets a uh, uh imprinted into your head with him doing so many stomps and stuff but but i again here i think capcom actually designed him to be a bastard and a true villain in this and well they kind of accomplished their goal there so i can't really argue with the results and again that's you know that's why he's number one it's like this guy is just scum but but john you mentioned akali and, and he's not even an honorable mention here and that the reason why is you're the only person who plays Macaulay. Like I ran else into one. <laughs> you, that's impossible. That doesn't happen. Like I, I don't even believe you. I don't. No, care it's really easy. He's just out. dashing all over the place. You run right into him, and he, he oh, ran into my knees. Rather. Huh? <laughs> no, I, I do want to say though with M Bison that uh, uh, his V Trigger one is it's not very often used anymore because v trigger 2 you can actually have some tact with it in there I, apparently it's fun for bison players it gives them access to the command grab and the um and, and the psycho crusher but man when v trigger 1 pops up and he just does dashes all over the place and it, it's like 
it shimmies you as you if you go for a tech it's like not only did you whiff the tech because he dashed through you and is on the other side but then he punishes you for the for the as if he had done a shimmy um and and situations like that happen all the time with that where he's just zipping about all over the screen or he goes for an ex stomp or, or and then teleports while midair all that kind of stuff and his v trigger one that's uh also a, a na it needs to be brought up when you're talking about bison scumminess not the v trigger of choice probably not as good as v trigger 2 but still a very scummy V trigger. Yeah, and I love that because it causes latency offline. Like, it, it, and so online, you can imagine what that does. You know, we we've documented the wiggling of the joystick. Like that creates latency, but this thing causes offline latency the moment you pop it, and it's like, oh my gosh! Like, and so it, it's it's an incredibly well designed move for a scummy character. Like, if you were just trying to like make the ultimate scumbag, that's the move you give him, and that's what they did. So. I'm so proud of you for not putting Nikali on this list. Dude, no one plays him. I'm I'm shocked that you're even still playing him, man. Like I can't put a character I on him. No one... The more I've been trying to focus on on neutral, and I've seen a lot of success in my in my own personal growth, but I can see the ceiling for Nikali compared to a lot of other characters, which I actually yeah. will get into with our, our next segment here. But like playing against um a Cami that knows what she's doing. She can just like fly circles around you. Uh, it's like a it's like a tie wing, uh, tie fighter and an X wing. You know, like a skilled pilot can fly circles around the X wing, and uh, it, it's just like his his he's very limited for a lot of the stuff that he wants to do. But he can get in there and he can do some crazy good damage. You got to have some good hard reads and such. And uh, I mean, that's what a lot of the characters on this list are based around, right? It's not that they're the best, but when they get that hard read, if they get in, they make you feel a lot of grief for it. And I think Nikali definitely. Rod. Doesn't yeah. mean you hard to read. You just drink more and you get better with them. So, but yeah, he does love whiskey I, or bourbon. Was it? That's one of his likes. Something like that. Yeah, drinking and women. So, yeah. All right, John. Let's hit your segment here before I get banned from the internet. What are yes. What are we doing? I think Lucia is a top ten character in Street Fighter Five. Mm, okay. How does that make you feel, John? Tell me. Okay. Well, right off. Um, one, I got to say, I don't play a lot of Lucius. Uh, I play enough of them, and I know that Thrasher is really good. I know you play him quite a bit, but I'm really super skeptical of that claim because getting top 10 in this game is really hard to do. Very, mm. very, very hard to do. So I'm curious why you feel that way. Yeah, so Lucia, we all kind of know her story. She came out about two years ago. Was it 2018? Maybe that's three. I don't know. I'm old. Uh, but she she came out. She was very attractive to a lot of players. They were like, oh, she she looks cool. Her gameplay looks cool. She's like a fiery sort of Ken like character. And sure enough, she she has a lot of fun things about her. But she was deemed not all that great after a decent amount of players, top levels and and not, gave her a chance. Um, and a lot of the things that were said was that she was too stubby. Um, and then I would also argue, and, and yes, Thrasher is, uh, was one of my, my training partners for sure here and a friend, and, and we've been talking Theory Fighter, and, and you're right, we don't see a ton of Lucia's. Uh, right. She's not a very popular character because she fell off after this initial thing. Um, and, uh, okay, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. What I was going to say, though, is in that time uh, when she first came out, she kind of needed to hit you three or four times to where someone else might need to hit you once into you know v-trigger scenarios and the game was where it was where v-trigger was so much more important and now that it's evolved though uh the game has become much more neutral and footsie based right and it's also taken away from the overwhelming offense that v-triggers tend to be they're still it's still in the offensive side's favor but it's not what it used to be 
At the same time, Lucia's got some key buffs to the way she works, to her kit. And so now, yes, everybody had this idea that she wasn't good for, for probably legitimate reasons. They gave her a fair shake, but they need to come back to her. Um, and there's more that's limiting there, and we'll get to that in a bit. But now the game is so much about neutral, right? Well, Lucia, you can say she's stubby. I, I think maybe she's slightly uh, below average in her reach, per perhaps, with her normals. But one of the biggest problems I have with Nikali is that even when I get whiff punishes, if they are hitting an outstretched limb, you know, which is like one of the mm -hmm. coolest kinds of whiff punishes you can do, I often don't get to take advantage of that with the follow-up. Because like one of his buffs was that his, um, his light DP had its hitbox moved forward so that he can combo crouching medium kick into a light DP um, from, from farther ranges. But even if I get that, which gives him better Oki, it's better situations, it's, it's a little more nuanced to the character. Even if I get that, um, if it's too far, the DP will still just whiff. And then I'll get crush counter comboed for my for my uh, for my troubles. And then uh, at the same time, if he does his slash, which is his go-to confirm from uh, mm -hmm. from neutral hits, if you're far enough, like uh, you, you, they'll be able to you'll hit him, and then they'll block your slash, and you'll get comboed for your troubles at negative six at best. Yep. Lucia, maybe her reach is somewhat similar to Nicole's, although I think it's 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 a little bit better, especially it's that sweep of hers. Yeah, and it's she's like, got to slide to get in, and she's got to run to get her in. Like her stubbiness is a very different kind of thing than Nikali's. So, well, it's 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 not a thing as far as I can tell because <laughs> when she gets a whiff punish, she goes into her run, which makes up for that distance into V skill one, and she gets to combo from virtually anything where she hits you if she's ready for it including things like dalsim limbs like medium punch dalsim limbs i was i took her into training just to kind of know it firsthand because mike and i talked a lot about this and the uh, thrasher and uh huge credit to him for helping me go through all this and and you know giving me some of these details but i've been experiencing it myself as well and uh, i'm feeling it firsthand and, and in my gut when I think about her as a top 10 character based on what I've been playing with him quite a bit over the last few weeks, um, I feel like that's a very honest statement um, as far mm. as like checking it against myself. So that's another reason why I, I'm uh, confident no, um, enough to, to do this. I, I want to ask you, like, name some other the characters in your top 10. I'm just curious offhand. Oh, uh, I have characters who are better, um, but I'm going to get yeah, to yeah. that in, in, okay. in, a, in a minute. But like okay. she can she can whiff punish Dalsim from whiffable medium punch range and mm -hmm. go into V-Skill, get the knockdown and follow up. And one of the big buffs that she got was that now after she gets a combo, she often gets Oki follow up afterwards. Right. So when before when she had to hit you multiple times to get that same kind of thing where someone else might need to land one thing into V trigger craziness, she doesn't have to necessarily do that anymore. At least she gets the hit and then she gets to follow that up. She doesn't have to return to that neutral anymore. She can continue to be on you um, like flypaper. It's, it's really good. She has some of the best neutral in the game. Her whiff punishing is, is amazing. Her walk speed is the exact same as Cammy's. It's faster than Karen's. Mm -hmm. um, both forward and backwards, uh, same as Cammy's. Uh, her abilities here with what is good in the game are some of the best. And her damage output is crazy. Her combos yeah. are the kinds of things that, um, like, just using meter... It goes on surprisingly long every time. It's one of those things like, okay, even though I've seen it before, it's still surprising. Like, God, it's still going. Um, and then you tack on stuff like like uh, V-Trigger continuations, and it's even farther. It's even longer. Um, it, it's all of that. 
she's really good in in the footsies game but she doesn't have to play a whiff punish footsies game she has a deep fireball game that has multiple levels and um, uh, coming from a goken player that you know that whole like you can throw them high you can throw them horizontal and they're relatively quick there's a there's a game that comes from that that also like we said earlier affects the other parts of your of your neutral so at any point she can just start hanging back and throwing fireballs and and you've got to wonder is she going to throw the high one is she going to throw the one that kind of just arcs at you and then she can throw the the heavy one that goes like kind of directly down at your feet not quite as often there but then that's a whole game that you have to play now it, it, there's answers to all of those things sure but like look how many levels there already are she can play footsies she can play this fireball game it can go up it can go forward and all of those fireballs if she reads it right or if, if it goes in her in her favor she's not just hitting you with a fireball she's getting an entire combo and then a follow-up afterwards because if you try to jump and she throws the light one she's getting uh she's getting a dp anti-air follow-up taking you to the corner a little bit and getting some oki if you try to uh if you get hit with her medium one she can often follow it up with a sweep she's in and she's in your face and she's scary she's a good rushdown character so she can at any point just go back and she's an effective zoner as well as an amazing footsie character. It's like Zeku without having to go through the changes of, of you know, like transforming and without giving your opponents that cue. It's like if I'm playing Zeku and he's in old form, I know what his potential is and he's got to switch into young form before I'm have, like that before I switch gears. That gives me plenty of time to visually see it and be prepared for it. Lucia doesn't have to do that. She could at any point just kind of charge forward or switch gears and you have to try to keep up with her and deal with it. And some characters... I, I want to jump in on the zoning part because I personally... Now, one of the big things about Lucia is if you stand at the wrong range with her zoning, like, it's a really bad idea. Yeah. She's mainly doing her fireballs to get in on you. She's not doing them throughout the match unless, you know, she's got a really freaking good read on you. Maybe against someone like Zangief or Abigail, maybe she's really doing that. But, you know, again, Lucia's main strength is rush down, right? So she's basically using those fireballs as kind of a setup to kind of get you to let down your defenses so she can get in usually. Um, and so what I do against the characters, I, I stand right around her sweep range, and that's where her stubbiness kind of kicks in because I tend to play characters with you know pretty good reach uh sorry john with nicali but i played monot before and i played rose now and they have pretty darn good reach mm -hmm. and so i can stand outside of the range where her normals are going to hit me and then if she tries to go with a fireball it's like well i'm going to blow that up um and so that's an uncomfortable range for lucia players and oftentimes they'll, they'll slide into me they'll do a few other things or, or, or they'll run or, or do a, a few other things to try to blow me up with it but that stuff is all unsafe if it's not done from like the perfect ranges so there's a range that you can make lucia fairly uncomfortable with if your character supports that range, which I don't know if Nikali has got that pretty much at all. Uh, yeah. But I, I knew a few other characters do. So, yeah, um, with I was I was thinking about it and she feels like Karen with a fireball game. Um, and, and by that, I mean that Karen has some very clear advantages and she has a similar confirm situation where even if she hits you from relatively far away, her confirm goes into a forward command dash that closes that gap so she doesn't have to worry about not actually following up with the right hit. But she has really hard time with characters like Minot, right? Like that's one of the worst matchups. Oh, well, okay. having an answer where there is a fireball and you can go back and forth is is like the key to that weakness that Karen tends to have in, in her rougher matchups. And yes, there's an answer to it. Yes, you, there's a certain range where you can stand. And, and specifically against Lucia, some of the things I've found out is that uh, if she is going into that um, kind of fireball, neutral, like more patient style, um, sweep is, is often a good um, a button to use against her. 
as she's, you know, queuing up fireballs and such. Like, yeah, there are answers to it. But having that many options naturally puts those juggling pins in the opponent's hands. And in this game, we know how powerful that is. So it's like, yes, you can you can get up there, you can try to stand in those ranges, but at the same time, she can manipulate and move around, and she's very mobile uh, to not be in those ranges and to be in the ones where you're character is not as as comfortable and in those particularly rough matchups for a rushdown character like her like karen um she does have the fireballs to again switch gears and kind of cover up those those holes that would be in her gameplay um that doesn't make that, that it's not like she wins every single matchup or anything like that but she has answers to seemingly everything she's like a decent zoner and a really good uh footsie character it's like if you have that in this current game and then you also happen to have damage and v trigger and all that you know stand Standard Street Fighter Five stuff, that's a recipe for a top 10. Pepper in a really good DP, a three frame. Um, but did, I, I want to go back to what you were saying. Do you feel like your question was was addressed there? Oh, yeah, no, you did it perfectly. Uh, it is, um, I... Um, just to talk a little bit about Lucia's powers, like I pretty much agreed with people because uh, I mean, you saw Sako and a bunch of other people play her initially when she came out and everyone pretty much dropped her after four or five months like they, mm -hmm. they stuck with her for a long time thinking there was a lot of potential there and so we kind of had her in like the um out of 40 characters we had her around like 35th 33rd somewhere around there like she wasn't great but like with these changes that that came out in the most recent patch like to improve like her uh, her scenarios i do think she's quite a bit better i don't think i'm willing to put her in the top 10 yet i'd, I'd love to hear more of your case sir mm -hmm. i probably could see like more uh definitely moving up like five or ten spots from there because i do think she's quite a bit better and she does what street fighter 5 wants you to do which mm -hmm. is kind of like rush down and blow you up and then her okazemi in these situations her ability to stay in once she's earned that is quite a bit better mm -hmm. and so as you say very explosive combos some decent zoning um all that kind of stuff like it adds into like yeah i see this character if you dropped her previously i think there's a good reason to pick her up again because i think she's a good bit better uh moving up five or ten spots in this game is really hard to do unless you're cami she also uh, one more note about uh just a, a kind of a random thing that she has her critical art got buffed to do more damage than it used to um in the uh, start of the year patch it now does 360 damage and for reference karen's you know the one that does like a surprising amount every time the will it kill and we're always surprised by it that one does 340 damage abigail's that one does 350 damage uh nicali's v trigger one does 370 so that one does 10 more damage but Lucia's regular ass critical art, 360 damage, which she tacks on to the end of those long combos. Um, but Roses there... does 320. Yeah, get Rex scrub. <laughs> okay, so, anyway. <laughs> so, but there is a reason why you're not seeing her in top eights across the board. There is a reason why that there are these other characters that you are seeing more prevalent um, and that the community widely doesn't understand her to be one of these top characters. Uh, and and I will say that like there's room for... for adjustment here and such like i feel this right now based on this evidence but we'll approach it scientifically you know um but but with all that in mind i think the reason that's that she's held back is because she is one of the most technical characters she juggles so many things in terms of and you were getting to this just a second ago um when she throws a fireball well first of all she's got a two-part fireball and she can choose to hit it at various times and then beyond that like just with this one move there are three variations of it and she has to be ready with the range and with the kind of fireball that she's throwing and react to what her opponent did 
to do the correct follow-up to give her those benefits that we talked about, you know, with, with uh, full combo and Oki and such. And she's and constantly... Add in, if you have never tried to zone in this game, like you've never played a zoner, it's a special kind of hell in Street mm -hmm. Fighter V. Uh, the last two characters I played, Rosa Monada, are hardcore zoners for the most part in this game. It is really hard to consistently zone. And so uh, I, I have a special appreciation for Lucia players who can pull this off because uh, she's not a great zoner and she does technically have to do this in a number of matchups as far as I can see. Uh, it's not like she can just hold forward like Armika and hope for good things to happen. That's not the case. Right. And that's not the only example of this. Like she's got a lot of different situations where it depends on exactly how far away she hit you from to, to determine which follow up she wants to do after the run. Is it just going to go straight into V skill? Is there something else that she wants to do? Uh, is she close enough to do something uh, like her, her shoulder tackle into something? Um, and, and there's this constant constant juggling act and constant research that Lucia players are going to have to do to play her at this effective of a level. Now, of course, any character played by like a machine to be perfect in every scenario, it's like you can make an argument that, well, maybe they'd be the best and we're never going to see that because human players don't do that. And so it's not very helpful to say, you know, well, if it was played by a machine, it's like, yeah, and you're right. But I do think that uh, like, I've seen what Mike can do, and and you know Mike's not a pro player that gets to, to to give all of his time to this, and and I've seen some amazing things and some really strong potential. If you put this character into the hands of a player that does this for a living, you know, um, the kinds of heights that I think she can get to are are much much higher than where we perceived her to be previously. Hmm. Um, now, again, it's like so much research. How far do I have to be when I'm in this scenario? And what's the follow-up that I'm going to do here? And, and what's the follow-up that I'm going to do there? And depends on the other character. And there's so many things um, when it comes to spacing and, and combo routes and things like that. So there's it's it's so much easier to go in and pick one of those characters that you mentioned earlier in your segment. You know, like I'm just going to pick Yuri and, and, and do a lot with my normals and get... A lot of mileage out of that. Lucia is not an easy character to play, and she's going to take a long time before you're going to start seeing results. But her ceiling, I, I think of um, in this respect, she's similar to someone like C Viper. It's like how many players are going to put in the time to make C Viper really good? Not a lot. It's not something for everybody. But you get someone like Latif or Wolf Crone to spend the time to do it, and you can see what C Viper could do with that. I think Lucia is in a similar boat, not necessarily through the same means, like the same type of character. But if you put the time in with this character, and I really hope some pro player does, or that Thrasher just gets enough time to, to <laughs> you know, break out in a CPT or something. But I really do think that this character does what this game calls for um, and has a ton of benefits, and they're not free. Similar to Karen. I, I, like again, I think she's a, she's a Karen with a fireball game to fall back on. Uh, Karen doesn't, like, like, are there any matchups that come to mind where Karen just absolutely blows the other character up? It's not that she has uh, amazing advantages that, that are just free. Like, you have to use some tact with Karen. Uh, but what she has is effective against almost everybody. And I think mm -hmm. Lucia is in a similar boat. And in some matchups, like Zangief and Abigail, like you brought up, that fireball game seems to be absolute hell for them. I know, so, um, I know Armiga players hate Karen with a passion. Um, and uh, I think they feel like that matchup is 7-3. But those, those are few and far between with Karen. She's a pretty even-keeled character where um, it, it's even her disadvantaged matchups, in my opinion, aren't too bad. Like Birdie and Manat, I know 
uh, Karen players hate. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But even then, it's like, look, you're still seeing, you know, you're still seeing Karen players conquer those matchups in tournament. Like because it's it's, not... it's it's on the the player's skill to be able to navigate and play footsies effectively with the character, yeah. right? Yeah. And she can always access that. And then, then, but against like Manat, where Manat's not using like hurt boxes to to threaten her with, that's why she has a huge problem. But hey, what if Karen had a fireball? Mm. Um, so, so I'm, but one of the ways I wanted to go about this as well is to say like, well, can I list off 10 characters that are better than Lucia? I got a, a handful of characters um, and I said, and I'm, I'm not certain on these, but I am, uh, I'm happy with saying that these characters could still be better than Lucia. Uh, Akuma? Seth, Cami, Urian, Rashid. Uh, I think she's probably around sixth in the roster right now. Wow. Um, you could argue that Karen's better because I, I still think that Lucia is technically better, but but a lot of these characters are easier to use and they're going to take less time to see better results with. And even someone like Karen, who requires tact, who requires ability, um, that's still going to be easier than what you're going to have to do with Lucia to see similar results, or, or I would say even better results. So a lot of people are like, like you said, I'd rather just play these characters and and get the the juice out of them than have to spend so long with a character that people have said is really bad or is just not going to cut it. It's like, that doesn't seem appetizing to anybody at this point. And I got to say, I really think it's there now If for those that are willing to dig and spend the time I think it's there with Lucia. It's a human error factor too, where if you drop a big combo in this game, you might be dead on mm-hmm. the one time you drop a huge thing. And it's like, well, you know, I don't have to worry about dropping huge combos with Cammy because she doesn't even have them. Right. And it's like, it's just, she's got cookie cutter, bread and butter, easy combos that pretty much anyone can do with a good mm-hmm. amount of practice here. And, and, but with like Lucia or someone else, it's like, you're really starting to risk it. And it's, you know, when you're going on your 20 hit combo or whatever, it's like, are you going to drop it at this point? You know, and it's, it gets really hard with those characters. And so, yeah, I mean, that's, it's an interesting thing. And, and I will just mention that uh, John here has called um, Birdie uh, back before Mena RD won with him. Uh, John said that this character is really, really good and people are underrating him. I think it was season two. Season uh, two. And then, of course, you called Rashid uh, and he uh, had a run there of one of the longest ones and you were one of the main people talking about him beforehand. So it's really interesting. I, I, I don't see it, but of course, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, there's no way. It's just it's an interesting scenario that we're seeing with Lucia. And I, I'm curious if we'll see the handful of people you know, that, that can pick her up and, and make her work at that high level. Uh, they've tried before and, and maybe they'll try again once they, they wrap their head around her. Yeah. And, and, but there is, you do make a good point in that how difficult she is to play is a thing. And, and that might factor in here and we might never see her come to this fruition. And it's like, well, I said so, but we never actually saw it. So, I mean, either you're wrong or it's just something that never came to the, to the surface. And so it's kind of moot. That might be what happens, but I do believe, I, I mean, I have to jump in on that and just say like I played Manat and I remember Dream King talking to me about like, oh, Manat's going to be probably the best character in the game because, you know, she's incredibly technical. But once you master that technical ability, she's going to be amazing. And it was like Manat in season three was like one of the best characters in the game, but she was never the best because especially in this game where you're removing juggling pins from your own self, like because you're playing Balrog or playing Abigail or playing Bison or whoever, some easy character that lets you focus on so many other aspects of the game. And if that character is really strong, like it's hard for a super technical character to make up that distance in this game, because this game does come down to hard reads. It does come down to mental composure. And when you're adding all these extra layers on top of your character, it's like, man, if you have a very technical character, they better be very, very, very strong in this. 
are, you know, you, you just, you end up with a character that no one's pr- practically going to play at all, you know? And so it's, it's an interesting scenario. Like there's a lot of like, you know, theory fighter stuff that comes with this. And we do have some history of, you know, not being good, but not, or being pretty darn good, I should say, but not being the best. Right. Uh, so it's an interesting thing here with Lucia. I, I could see, I definitely see some of the potential that people are sleeping on, you know, like right now, because very few people are still playing her. Uh, but I, I can't go top 10 yet. Like I, I'd have to see a lot more. Fair enough. And, but I do think that with as difficult she, as she is to play, um, we did an episode a couple of, um, a couple months back now about why Cammy doesn't deserve to be as good as she is based on how easy she is to play. I would say that Lucia is a character that does deserve to be yeah. number one or a very top tier in a similar sense. Um, well, very similar track to Karen. And I think because the players have to earn it in a certain way. And I think even more so with Lucia. So yeah. there it is. Yeah, it's a, Zeku's a great example of one of the more technical characters in the game, and he's very strong too. But you still don't see him dominate because it's like it's really hard to play Zeku at the highest of levels. Um, and uh, and especially since they toned down like young Zeku's really dumb stuff, like where you could just hit medium punch over and over and over again. It's like that's really not the option that it once was. And, you know, Zeku, most people have him in the top 10 somewhere around there, and he tends to hover around there. And it's like that's a perfect spot for him. If you're going to make a very technical character, Zeku is a great example of how to do it. I think Minot's pretty darn good too. Um, and uh, so this character's fall, fall into like a nice sweet spot. I think Minot in my opinion a top 10 character um and uh, she's really strong but she's so hard to play you don't see her a lot in tournament anymore so all right john that's all i had to say about that all right on that note uh we're gonna wrap this episode of the event hubs podcast up but thank you all so much for listening. Like, it's so cool that we get to do this for a living. We get to get, jump on and talk about freaking Street Fighter and, and uh, other fighting games and stuff like that. This is like really a dream come true. I uh, just want to say thank you to everyone who, who tunes in every single week. Like, we super appreciate it. Uh, we're going to keep trying to, you know, grow the show and add more stuff in there. Um, even Balrog even players? Uh, Balrog players, not so much. But yeah, even them. If they're drinking properly, you know, with uh, all this kind of stuff. But no, Balrog players know they're scummy and they have fun with it. It's like, it's a, uh, it, it, dude, I played Bison. I was scummy too. Like, it's it's all good. Like, uh, it's it's all just about owning what you are, right? Everyone so. is welcome to the Event Hubs podcast. <laughs> even the scummy people. So even me. So, um, but anyway, uh, once again, thank you all so much for listening. And we'll be back with you soon.